Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Yeah. It's a very light news day today. Really? Because we have a few stories. Sometimes we say it's a light news day and then we have quite a bit to talk about. Well, that's because you just yammer on. Sometimes I do, yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants to know what I think. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They should live with you. Well, they should. I'm lovely to live with. All right, let's start with the Disney Parks blog, where we always start. Um, they have some information and uh, photos. I don't know if they're renderings. If they're renderings, they're really, really good. Um, about the spa, salon, and some of the nightlife experiences that are coming to the Disney Wish. That's right. The Disney Wish is Disney's new ship, the first ship of the Triton class. It is expected to be delivered uh, over the summer in June of 2022. And they've released some details, as Cheryl mentioned. Uh, so let's uh, let's get right into it. Uh, this is going to be Disney Cruise Line's first ever outdoor outdoor spa retreat. Mm. Uh, they're going to have whirlpool spas, loungers, and space for open air yoga. Okay, which is it, exciting. It looks pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, they're going to have a new salon and barber shop called the Untangled Salon and Hooks Barbery. It is the first standalone salon and barbershop experiences, and they are each inspired by a uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios films, and you should get that from the name. Right. Um, and then they are going to have three new upscale bars and lounges, uh, and those are the Keg and Compass, which is going to be in uh, 1800 Norwegian Sailor's Room, uh, which uh, I guess sounds like fun. It's going to be where you can kick back to watch live sports and broadcast events. Uh, as well as uh, get some custom beers. Nightingales is going to be an, uh, a piano bar inspired by the lyrical rendition of Sing Sweet Nightingale from 1950s Cinderella, and you're going to be able to get fine wines, bubblies, and handcrafted cocktails there. And then the third uh, bar space is the Bayou, which is going to be a New Orleans-inspired good time, uh, and it is themed to Princess and the Frog. Yeah, looks awesome. I'm especially excited about that. Uh, spa, yeah. outdoor space. They have these like um, hanging, what would you even call them? Like, it's like seating, but they're like big round bed cushion things that hang sort of like a hanging hammock. Right. They look pretty It does great. look nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you know what the bayou is going to have? What? Beignets. Mm, I do love a beignet. Yeah. Beignets are good. Um, All right, the Jungle Cruise movie is coming out this weekend, and uh, there's an article here in the Disney Parks blog about some of the Easter eggs um, that are in the new Jungle Cruise, well, not the new, the enhanced Jungle Cruise attraction. That's right, and this is over in Disneyland. We don't know if they're going to put the same uh, props in the Disney World queue as they continue to retheme it, Um, but you're going to see some... Uh, some of the clothing worn by uh, Frank Wolf, uh, also known as Dwayne Johnson, and Dr. Lily Houghton, Emily Blunt, uh, and their uh, jackets and hats hang uh, in the cruise office. There's also going to be a conquistador helmet uh, because they're chased by a group of conquistadors in the movie. And uh, then opposite uh, from the S- Society of Explorers and Adventurers entomological collection is a map that Lily brings to Frank in the film. So it's, uh, you know, t- kind of tying the movie Jungle Cruise, I'd say with the classic Jungle Cruise attraction, even though it's the newly reimagined classic Jungle Cruise. Right. So, you know, they're not completely retheming the ride. It, it's not like when Pirates was no. released and they brought Johnny Depp's character in and yeah. uh, completely reworked the storyline. Um, you know, they're just putting little touches from the film in there. Yeah. 
that's neat. Unless, of course, this Jungle Cruise movie is a gigantic blockbuster, <laughs> in which case we'll probably see characters come from the I don't film. think you have to worry about that. No. No. But we are going to see it this weekend. I mean, so. we don't have tickets yet. We weren't that excited. I think we're going to have no problem getting tickets. Exactly. <laughs> um, Disneyland is introducing Digital Key. What is that? A new way to get into your room? It is. So they've updated the Disneyland Resort app. And uh, the first one is you can now personalize your home screen. And a new feature, which is coming soon, but soon enough that they're announcing it, is you're going to be able to unlock your hotel room with digital key, just like you can do with the Disney World app. Right. The My Disney Experience. Um, so that's going to be a, uh, a Bluetooth-enabled device that allows you to unlock your door when you hold it up against the lock. So that is exciting. Uh, the updated map, uh, updated app will also allow you to perform more mobile ordering and, uh, you can actually order a, a Trader Sam's souvenir mug via the mobile app for a limited time. Okay. Uh, you're also going to be able to do a Disney Photo Pass Plus one day option through the app. You're going to be able to use the merchandise mobile checkout uh, on the revised app. So uh, if you've got the Disneyland app, you might want to get to your uh, Google Play Store or iTunes and refresh it to the latest version. Okay, great. Let's move to, where are we moving to? We're moving away from the Disney Parks blog. Um, and we're going to the Magic Kingdom? No, we're going no, to Disneyland. We're going to Disneyland. Um, where there's some new blue Mickey balloon popcorn buckets. Yeah, they're very cute. They're shaped like a Mickey ear balloon. Uh, they have a big Mickey head on them. They're super, excuse me, super reflective and shiny. And uh, they have debuted at Disneyland Park. So uh, if you're a collector of popcorn buckets, you might want to uh, might want to get it. It's gonna it's gonna set you back fifteen dollars. All right. Um, so the next story is sort of the beginning of many of the same stories, um, and that is that masks are required indoors now at um, Walt Disney World, regardless of your vaccination status. So we have taken a step backwards. And Disneyland. Okay. Since we're really talking about Disneyland right now, but it's going to be the same same story when we get over to Disney World. Right. Uh, Disney has mandated that uh, for their parks, because they are a privately held business, they are requesting that all staff members and all guests, regardless of vaccination status, uh, wear masks provided they are over the age of two. Indoors. Indoors. Correct. Yes. All right. Um, kind of a bummer, but at the same time... I understand the concern and really wearing the mask indoors isn't bad. You know, it's air conditioned. You're not, you know, dying. Right. It's the outdoors that was, that was killer. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that never comes back because that was terrible. Right. And you had to wear it on transportation anyway. So yeah, they, they had still. Right. I mean, it's not, not like you were that. able to like put your mask away and be done with it. Right. Um, refurbishment work is continuing at the Be Our Guest restaurant. That's right. They've pressure washed it. Uh, they've put some scaffolding over the facade of the rocks, and uh, they continue to refurbish. Um, it, I guess there's been some uh, paint removed uh, off of the castle when they power washed it, so you can kind of see the underneath, uh, but they are expecting that castle to be repainted uh, shortly. Okay. So it's only a temporary uh, situation. All right. Good. Um, also in the Magic Kingdom, the a new monkey boat and blutter, blutterfly, 
butterfly scenes have been added to the Jungle Cruise. That's right. It's actually chimpanzees playing with butterflies on a partially sunken Jungle Cruise boat. Fun. Uh, that is one of the new scenes. Uh, that was part of the artist rendering when it was announced. Uh, this happens right after the hippo scene. Um, and the boat that the monkeys are on is the other half of the sunken boat that you see uh, in the uh, hippo scene. Uh, so, uh, and everybody who was on the boat, they're now running up the, uh, the tree being chased by the rhino. It's pretty cute. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know how I was going to feel about this, uh, reimagining, but it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then more changes with the Jungle Cruise. They have removed the drumming natives from the tribal scene. Yeah. We all, we all knew that was coming. Yep. Um, and that was the, uh, last piece. Their hut still remains. Uh, don't know if they're going to put anybody in the hut, um, but uh, the natives beating their tribal drums have been removed. Okay. Yeah, I imagine they'll put something in there. They like haven't. Gift, they've gift been shop. good about. They haven't just like taken things out and left it looking empty. Right. You know, they really have replaced things, and I think you know overall it looks really good. Um, in the Magic Kingdom near Tron. The it, there is a new structure that is expanding over there. Yeah, nobody's sure, sure what it is, but it's a, a concrete base with at least a two-level metal framework. Um, it's along the sidewalk um, near the covered section of Tron. We all know the track goes outside, uh, and nobody knows what this is because they don't have a structure like this in the Shanghai version. Weird. So don't know if it's going to be like a little viewing platform or... How warm is it in uh, Shanghai? relatively warm is it i just didn't know like compared to florida like maybe it's some sort of a shade structure for while you're waiting in line or maybe except it, it doesn't go throughout the entire queue it's just a you know looks to be maybe 20 by 20 maybe you get to go inside and then back outside so, mm-hmm. i so don't know we'll get some details as they are announced maybe it's a ticket booth and they're gonna make you buy tickets maybe um all right we talked about the uh boardwalk uh, refurbishment that was happening in Frontierland. We have uh, a little more information about that. Yeah, it started out in front of the Prairie Outpost and Supply a few days ago, uh, but it has extended all the way down to the uh, Frontierland Mercantile and uh, the Frontier Trading Post. So, uh, you know, much needed repairs on the wooden boardwalk there. It's sort of a bummer, though, like to not be able to go onto that boardwalk area. Right. It really takes a lot away, I think, from that um, that portion of the park. It does. Oh, well. All right. Um, are we in Epcot? We're in we Epcot, in where they have some new Coca-Cola carts. That's right. The Coca-Cola carts in the World Showcase. Um, they're kind of... Uh, they kind of have like a look of a steamer trunk to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So it's for traveling. And instead of travel stickers... Uh, they have actually put stickers with all of the original pavilion logos on. So they, they look cool. like travel stickers yeah. on a steamer trunk. And it, it kind of, you know, it makes these Coke carts very flexible because you can bring them from one section to another. Right. Like they're not themed to Canada. Right, right, right. But there's a Canada sticker on there. Right. So um, I, I, I like the look of them. Yeah, no, cute. Okay. Another... Um, Fab 50 character statue has been released. Um, this is for Epcot. That's right. Uh, Dante the dog, who you may know from Coco, um, was announced by Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer from National Geographic. Uh, 
I love this dog. He's goofy. His tongue's always <laughs> hanging out. This is like probably the ugliest <laughs> statue ever. It is. Uh, but uh, this statue will be in uh, probably somewhere near the Mexico Pavilion. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if each pavilion gets its own statue. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. All right, moving to the Animal Kingdom, a new menu for Pizzafari has been revealed, um, and that's they're reopening soon. That's right. They are opening on August 2nd. Uh, they have added, let's see, a new sandwich and some plant-based options. Um, let me see here. Uh, specialty beverages. Uh, the shrimp, uh, let's say the shrimp flatbread has been removed and replaced with a chicken parm, uh, which is a breaded chicken topped with marinara and provolone on ciabatta bread with a side of Caesar salad for ten ninety nine. Uh, the rest of the menu looks pretty much uh, the same. Uh, you know, pasta, garlic knots. Uh, they do have a greens and grains salad that is plant based. Um, so pizza, of course. Pizza, right. And uh, other Italian fare. So um, that's the deal. There's just the new chicken parm sandwich. Okay. And once again, it's another shrimp dish that goes missing. Yeah, I mean, you know, people, some people like seafood, but I don't really see it going well at a fast food place with a lot of kids. Right. I mean, when you go into a pizza place, you're not looking for shrimp. All right. Um, at the Contemporary Resort, construction walls are blocking the lobby. That's right. The lobby section we mentioned a few weeks ago was being uh, refurbished. You can still access the elevators, escalators, restrooms, and walkways to bus transportation and the convention center on the main floor. Um, however, the front desk area is blocked off by construction walls. The front desk has been moved temporarily to the second floor. Uh, this refurbishment is expected to be completed in uh, late September, and they are going to put some uh, modern art pieces as well as behind-the-scenes photographs uh, on display in the contemporary lobby. Okay. All right. Um, if you are staying at a DVC resort um, or if you are a DVC member, you know that if you book two different DVC resorts, that Disney will actually move your items, you know, your luggage and everything from one resort to the other. And that in used to include uh, perishable items because a lot of these DVC properties have kitchens, so, you know, you'd have a full refrigerator and uh, you were able to pack those things up and um, Bell Services would transfer those items for you. However, they are no longer offering the perishable item transfer as a part of that service. Yeah, it's funny because they list it as DVC splits, split resort stays, but they're saying it's from any Walt Disney World resort hotel to another. So uh, I'm assuming it's going to be that way for every resort, regardless of luggage transfer. There probably wasn't really very often a situation that someone was moving from like Pop Century to the Yacht Club and had perishable items. Right. You know, I mean, there's only a couple of things you can keep in your little refrigerator. Little mini fridge, so yeah. that wasn't really an issue. I think the bigger issue was if you're in a one-bedroom at Saratoga and you're moving to a one-bedroom at the boardwalk, um, you might have had a refrigerator full of food. Right. You know, you do it one week in one week. It, it's, it's a lot of food. What if you're moving to a one-bedroom at the Poly? Aha, trick question. There are no one bedrooms at the Poly. It's oh, only studios. Because I need trick questions to That's pick right. me up. That's right. So as of July 17th, the Plan Disney website states, and I quote, Bell services cannot transfer perishable items, so those will need to also go with you. End quote. Okay. Another reason to have a car, yeah. which apparently the car rentals are insane right now in Orlando. Right, right. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, at the Yachtsman Steakhouse um, and at Toledo Tapas, they are getting ready to open and they have released their new menus. That's right. Over at the Yachtsman Steakhouse, uh, first course, Caesar salad, wedge salad, French onion soup, lobster bisque, beef carpaccio, jumbo shrimp cocktail. Well, I no, mean, it's a nice restaurant. No lack of shrimp there. No. 28-ounce uh, prime porterhouse for two, chilled Admiral's Tower for two, which is a bunch of seafood for $135. Yeah. Um, and then as far as steaks go, they have the 8-ounce Black Angus filet, the 12-ounce New York strip, the 14-ounce roasted prime rib, and the 16-ounce ribeye steak. Uh, as well as, uh, oh, you can get an Oscar style, uh, which is Alaskan king crab, asparagus, and Bernays sauce, or half main lobster, along with your steak. Um, let's see, pork chop, seafood, club, uh, chipino, sweet potato, and mushroom dumplings, golden tile fish, and Peruvian barbecued chicken uh, are on the menu at the steakhouse. And then over at Toledo's, uh, of course, they are known for tapas and starters. Uh, they have a braised chorizo, charred octopus, romaine salad, um, charcuterie, pancone tomate, uh, marinated olives, and a flight of four, uh, which is a seafood dish with uh, tuna, mussels, uh, potato omelet, and a blue cheese with fig and honey. They have uh, signature dinners for two, which is a flight of four pink's toasts. Uh, which were the same items I talked about. They have a bone-in ribeye, and they have the Toledo's Tapas Bar Dessert. And as far as entrees go, they have grouper, marinated hanger steak, uh, Rioja braised chicken, brick oven cauliflower, scallops, filet of beef, and a bone-in-your-eye ribeye for two. So plenty of stuff. Uh, the Toledo's Tapas Bar also has a dessert platter, which is available on its own. Okay. So That, um... Signature dinner for two. That's that's nice. It's just sort of one. You don't get a choice. You know, it's just this is what you get. But it's one hundred and twenty nine dollars, and it includes you know your appetizer, um, like a cheese plate, uh, ribeye, and then dessert mm -hmm. for one hundred and twenty nine dollars for two people. It is not bad. It isn't really bad. Okay. Then at the California Grill, um, they're not going to have their. They're not going to be available at all for any kind of reservations after October 2nd because it looks like they're going to have a special dining experience for the 50th anniversary. That's right. They are creating a special dining experience for the 50th anniversary. Uh, if you try to make a reservation through the app or call it in, uh, it will not be available after August, um, after October 2nd. And uh, who knows what this means? I don't know. It's going to be something over-the-top expensive and it'll sell out on the first day. Probably. All right, moving to Disney Cruise Line news. Um, what is this? Disney Magic at Sea is going to return to sailing? No, this was the new details and renderings for adult spaces. Just kind of... Uh, oh. Didn't we already talk about this? We did, uh, but this was a little a little more detailed than what the park Parks blog has. Um, so we talked about the outdoor oasis at Census Spa. Uh, they're also going to have uh, the, fir the first ice lounge, uh, which will allow guests to combine thermal therapies. Uh, and then they're going to have heated ergonomic loungers, sensory spa showers, sauna, steam, and dry chambers. Uh, so they're just adding this ice lounge to the uh, rainforest room, okay. uh, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, they're also, uh, of course, going to bring in the private treatment rooms and spa villas for couples 
where you'll be able to get massages, facials, acupunctures. Um, they're also going to be doing treatments for pain management and sleep improvement. Spas are always kind of crazy. Well, I mean, you know, they're spas. They're supposed to be a little frou-frou. That, that is true. Uh, they have some additional pictures of the spa section. Uh, the Untangled Salon, I like. They incorporate the sun from Tangled in yep. a lot of their decorating, mm -hmm. uh, as well as the lanterns. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, it is a chic, high-end salon adorned in shades of purple and gold, uh, which looks very cool. Uh, the Barber Shop, Hooks Barbery, is going to be a uh, styled after a traditional men's European salon, offering cuts, shaves, nail, and skin care. Um, Oh, and it's going to have a hidden bar. Cool. Yeah. And uh, that's that's uh, that was pretty much it. Just a, a little more detail okay. on the spaces that we talked about earlier. All right. Um, Scarlett Johansson, who portrayed Black Widow, is uh, not too happy with Disney and is suing them over the way that Black Widow was released. That's right. Um, she is alleging that by releasing the film on Disney+, Plus the same day as the theatrical release, they uh, breached the contract uh, and did not allow uh, Mrs. Miss Johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel. Uh, essentially, what that means is that she has a back-end deal where she gets paid uh, additional payment based on the ticket sales, mm -hmm. um, which, of course, you know, they're claiming was undercut by releasing the movie on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, well, it was. So a lot of other studios went in and cut recut deals with some of the stars mm -hmm. who had their films released uh, to streaming and theaters on the same day. Right. Um, Disney, however, opted not to do that. Yeah. Well. Um, so uh, as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe goes, Black Widow to date has taken in $157 million. Uh, at, I'm sorry, $157 million domestic, $318 million worldwide, which makes it the second lowest earning Marvel film just behind The Incredible Hulk. Which is a shame because it was a really good movie and it's not... It, the numbers are not reflective of how good the movie was, just more the situation that, you know, people, not everybody felt comfortable going to the movie still. And, right. and people have sort of gotten out of the habit. So, yeah. Um, now, the opposite side of this is that Disney has, of course, uh, volleyed back and said that uh, this lawsuit is sad and distressing um, and that there's no merit to this filing whatsoever. Uh, the lawsuit has a – filing this lawsuit is a callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, they went on to say that Scarlett Johansson has already made $20 million from the film and stands to earn more through the digital release. They deny any breach of contract. So, uh, you know, this will get some bad press for a couple of days, and then Disney will probably settle with her. On a number, they'll get together, and uh, you, this will not see. This no, will not see not the courtroom. Go court. no, no, of course not. No. Okay, let's see. What do we have next? Oh, um, Hawkeye is another show that is going to be coming out on Disney Plus. That's right. It now has a premiere date. It's going to hit Disney Plus on November twenty fourth of this year. Hawkeye, of course, stars Jeremy Renner. When we last saw him in Avengers Endgame, he had. Uh, uh, cast aside his Hawkeye role and taken on the role of Ronan. Um, and uh, 
this show is pretty much about the passing of the, I was going to say passing of the baton, but it's really the passing of the uh, uh, compound bow um, <laughs> to uh, Kate Bishop, who in the comic books is the girl who becomes the next Hawkeye. In the uh, Avengers Infinity War, we saw Hawk, Hawkeye's daughter with a bow. Uh, this is not, he's not passing it on to his daughter. He's okay. passing it on to a new character. Um, Haley Steinfield plays uh, Kate Bishop. And this movie picks up after the events of Endgame and the post credit scene from Black Widow. So if you haven't seen Black Widow, um, it kind of ties into that, that end scene, which we're not going to ruin and give away here. No, of course not. That's right. We're not spoilers. No. All right. Um, the There's a new Haunted Mansion movie that's coming out. And right. the stars have been released as to who's going to be in that. That's right. We had mentioned that the uh, new Haunted Mansion film was coming out. And they have announced that Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish will be the stars. Uh, their roles have not yet been announced. But this film is going to be produced by the same team who produced the live-action Aladdin. And it's going to be um, a film adaptation of the attraction seen in Disneyland Park and the Magic Kingdom in Florida. It is not going to be a remake of the 2003 film starring Eddie Murphy. Which was terrible. Well, it was not that good. And in Universal news, masks are once again going to be required there indoors for all team members. That's right. And this is beginning Saturday, July 31st. Which is, yeah, this weekend. That's right. It's the day after Disney. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say it is, uh, they are recommending masks for guests. And requiring it for. And requiring it for for team members. Correct. And uh, then if you're going to be in Universal Orlando in January on the 28th and 29th, and you're a fan of Christian music, and who isn't? Mm-hmm. You know, Lord help us. Uh, you can check out Rock the Universe, which will be there. It is a, a hard ticket event. It is an after hours event featuring two nights of Christian music on two main stages, along with access to a special Saturday ceremony and a Sunday morning non-denominational worship service. Um They're also going to have a fan zone presented by Coca-Cola, where you can meet artists in autograph sessions, along with music by DJ Promote, as well as some up-and-coming bands. Some Christian rock is pretty good. Have you ever been, like, cruising through the serious uh, radio stations and found something you really liked, and then, like, you know, four songs in, you realize they're mostly about Jesus? No. Yeah, I have. Have you? Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's not bad stuff. I gotta tell you. All right. Um... And then our last story, uh, sort of uh, beating a dead horse here, Um, the Orange County, Florida mayor has declared a local state of emergency. He is urging masks indoors regardless of vaccination status. That's right. And he is urging local businesses to enact mandates to wear masks. And the reason he can't put a mandate through is because the governor of Florida has said that individual counties can no longer put out their own mandates. Uh, So uh, Mayor Demings has declared a state of emergency for Orange County. Um, As of the 28th, which was yesterday, um, Orange County has 62.34% of their residents over 12 with at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. Um, They are seeing approximately 1,000 new cases per day, and local hospitals are nearing a crisis point as... uh, as the number of hospitalizations increase. Yep. So not great. Mask up everybody. Yep. 
All right. Is that it? That's all I have. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Don't forget to go see the Jungle Cruise. Let us know if you think it stinks as much as Cheryl (laughs) thinks it's going to stink. We'll get her thoughts on that on Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.